If you are listening to this, you are listening to the first free hour of The Shift with Doug McKinty. For access to the full feature-length versions of the podcast, go to www.theshiftnow.com and subscribe for the audio version for just $6 a month. Access the full-length episodes in video form through rockfin.com by subscribing at the Shift with Doug McKinty landing page. For $9.99 a month, you gain access not only to The Shift, but also all other premium content material hosted on the platform. The Shift is also brought to you by Enagic Water Systems, providing crystal clear, ionized, alkaline water straight from your tap, as well as the Freedom Era Network, delivering tools and information to help you build a successful online business. Find out more at www.theshiftnow.com backslash store. Detoxify your body, decolonize your mind, make the shift. Thanks for listening. Good morning, noon, or night, wherever and whenever you are listening, you are listening to The Shift. I'm your host. My name is Doug McKenty. Welcome to this, the 83rd episode of The Shift, featuring the executive producer at Unified Intentions Media Network and host of the popular independent news and information podcast, Frequency Wars. Stay tuned for an in-depth, big-picture discussion as two podcast hosts get an opportunity to delve into their own interpretation of events, drawing on hundreds of interviews with experts from a plethora of disciplines. Though Tim has been wise to the ways of the upper-class agenda since before the 9-11 attacks, by 2009 he was ready to become proactive in fighting the information war by incorporating the nonprofit United Intentions Foundation and its sister organization, the UI Media Network. For over a decade now, he has provided quality, independent news and information, literally interviewing hundreds of experts elucidating perspectives that counter the mainstream corporate narrative. This vast body of work at this point provides a holistic, integrated worldview that clearly and rationally outlines the disproportionate influence a few very wealthy individuals and institutions have over the everyday lives of the average individual. This influence is far-reaching and includes control over health, education, banking, energy, food, and media sectors of the economy, and allows this upper class to essentially engineer society to ensure they remain at the top of the social pyramid, while lower classes are relegated to a human resource used at the whim of their social superiors. Over the years, Tim has expanded the UI media network beyond Frequency Wars to include multiple other programs, including Awaken Atlanta, The People's Truth, In the Burbs, and Health Matters, each providing an alternative to the corporate narrative. Altogether, the United Intentions family provides hours of cutting-edge, independent, and uncensored media content from multiple angles, while providing a platform for experts and professionals whose opinions are not welcome on corporate-sponsored news outlets. If you are a content creator interested in joining the UI Network team, or an independent media consumer looking for the latest news and information from an alternative perspective, go to www.uimedianetwork.org to find out more. If you like what you're hearing, please like, subscribe, and share this podcast to your favorite social media networks. We rely on listeners like you to distribute this important information. You can find more about The Shift and other content produced out of Doug McKenty Studios by going to www.theshiftnow.com. 
You can also keep in touch at McKenty on Twitter or look up The Shift with Doug McKenty on Facebook, YouTube, Odyssey, Rockfin, Telegram, Gab, Parler, MeWe, and other social media platforms. Without further ado, enjoy this conversation that delves into the big picture concepts and forces that shape our world today. I want to thank Tim Ray for agreeing to this interview and thank you for helping to make The Shift. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this 83rd episode of The Shift. I'm happy today to be joined by Tim Ray. He is the host of Frequency Wars and uh, the president and CEO, I guess, of, uh, of UI, the UI Media Network uh, out of Atlanta, Georgia. So I'm really happy to have him. This is going to be one of those big picture conversations. And uh, as he is another interview uh, interviewer, we're going to be able to kind of talk about uh, our own experiences. These uh, conversations are always really fun because we get to talk about our own perspectives for <laughs> once instead of uh, yeah. the experts that we're talking about. So, hey, Tim, how's it going today? And you want to just introduce yourself in your own words? Sure. Wonderful, Doug. Thanks for having me on. I'm just so glad you're out there um, fighting the good fight up, uh, you know, up all around the world in Canada and everywhere else where they're seeing the, uh, you know, the oppression at right at the where the curb meets the uh, pavement. Yeah. And, Thank you for what, everything you're doing. So I'm Tim Ray. I'm the founder of UI Media Network, but really the United Intentions Foundation, which we started about 2009. And it's all about the power of our intentions. Uh, in fact, I knew this day would come, at least the creative crisis would come. I didn't know it was going to be in healthcare, but I knew this day would come. So I created the foundation about nine, 10 years ago uh, with the solution in mind, which is that we're not going to be able to fight our way out, I don't think, with weapons on this new world order agenda, but we're going to have to do it with... Uh, with with uh, our intentions and our thoughts and and uniting with the with our fellow man and women. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this is actually a big thing that's been coming up for me, uh, just even in the scene in terms of the resistance movement, whatever we're going to call it, as this technocratic state seems to be rolling out hardcore with the coronavirus thing. Is that mm. people who are participating in this movement actually? I mean, it's like a different, it's not, it's not going to be a, a, a revolution, I don't think. And then there's almost like a healing aspect to it. Um, and I think intention is so important if people are in, I, I almost wish, in fact, well, I love the name, uh, the United Intentions, because yeah. we need to be unified. I'm seeing too much bifurcation in the scene right now. It's kind of saddening or frustrating to me uh, where different uh, experts or content creators are arguing with each other over over mm. different aspects of what's going on uh, and not having respect for the fact that we all have good intentions here, right? We're all trying to make the change. We're all trying to get the information out to the people and educate them. And of course, we're going to have differences of opinion, but we need to learn how to work together. Yeah, it's a uh, it's funny because you see that all the time now, and I'm like, God, you know, this is what's been creating this whole problem in the first place is division. Only power that this cabal or whatever you want to define it, you know, only power that they have is division. If you think about it, yeah, because uh, if everybody was united, and and when I say united intentions, I'm talking about a pure, their pure intent, our connection to to source, our connection to positive intention, you know, and I think that's really more of, of if you're going to get judged in life, it's probably by your intentions than anything, right? Mm -hmm. And, but when, when two or more people come together in united intention or prayer or whatever you want to use the words, because I think a lot of it's going on, Doug, is that people have been misinterpreting using different words, different religions using different words, but all saying the same thing, right? Right. But yet they're right. And yet then the other person's wrong. And instead of like pushing that all to the side and getting that 50,000 view uh, view from the top, right, as you're suggesting, all that goes away. Why don't we just unite on freedom, individual rights, and yeah. leave it at that, you know, whether you're a Mormon, 
a Jew or a Catholic or, you know, you're black or white or you're gay or straight um, or you're wearing a mask or not wearing a mask. It doesn't really matter in the end of the times, as long as you understand that we are uniting on freedom and our individual rights. And then I will protect you and you will protect me. I mean, leave it at that. Nothing further. Yep. That's exactly, that's where the rubber hits the road, isn't it? And it's, it's yeah. funny. I, I just did an interview uh, with Nikki Rapina about communitarianism, which is kind of the, the philosophy behind a lot of what we're seeing in terms of agenda 21 or, or yeah. uh, the great reset and all of this. Yeah. And, and she was talking about the fact that they really are pushing this concept of human rights, that people have the right to healthcare and the right to education and the right to, uh, you know, place to live over individual rights yeah uh and i think it's it's confusing a lot of people a lot of people think that it's uh you know we oh we do care about the community and we want everybody to have an education and we want everybody to have uh help the health care that's available it sounds great but without allowing people to have that individual choice like the choice of the kind of health care that they want the choice of the kind of education that they want uh, man, you're very, really walking it, down a dangerous path. Yeah, it's, it's a very sly way, very clever way, not wise way, but a very clever way to get their uh, distraction across. Like if you read the 17 goals of the of the UN of the Agenda 21, or if you even for read if you read the Guidestones in Georgia here where I live, right, right. the Georgia Guidestones. You know, <laughs> yeah. on the surface, it sounds. Well, hey, that's reasonable, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I just did a show not too long ago, tying in the Noahide laws to the Guidestones to the uh, U- UN agenda. And if you find out, you're looking at well, that seems reasonable until you get to the part where you see, you know, keep population under 500 million, you know, or you look at the depopulation program of the UN agenda, or you look at the Noahide laws of cutting everybody's heads off if you don't follow the law, right? So yeah. the, the, it's these sub laws, and it's how they're enforced, and how they're and how they're being implemented more so than this the surface. And it's very clever, and it's really mis, mis is misled and fooled most of us to the point where now the Vatican, you know, uh, holds on to the they approved the Noahide laws. The U.S. approved all this. I mean, it's everywhere. And to me, it's I think they're all saying the same thing, but it's a big it's another big size setup. And this is where I think a lot of your probably your listeners too understand because I know you're really on top of things is that it's just one side after another. I mean, this yeah. chaos that we're experiencing now, people don't understand, a new world order, that means order. So from chaos comes what? Order. So we're in the beginning phases of the chaos. I mean, we've been, of course, destabilizing for a long time, but yeah. this chaos is just about to start, really, uh, uh, what I'm perceiving. Right. And now, I'm not worried about the chaos. I think enough of us, enough of you are all been prepared for for a long time now that this chaos was going to come, this day was coming, at least I'd known for 30 years. But it's the order that I'm focusing on right now, because if we don't create our reality, another reality will be created for us. And I think this order, uh, which is which will be wiping out a lot of this craziness, this um decadence that the United States and the rest of the world have been living in. And people will, will ask for it because they'll be so tired of being hit, pushed. It's like with the masks, same sure. concept's going to happen. People were wearing the masks are now asking for the vaccines. It just, just let me take the mask off, please. God, I'll do anything. Let me take the oh. mask off. Totally. I've seen so many people who want to just get the vaccine just to go back to normal. They don't even want to think about it. They're so tired of it. They're so sick of it. And this is all, as you say, it's part of the plan. I mean, you know, we'll just make it to where it's so much more convenient for people to just do what they're told, you know. know. (laughs) And and that's the death nail. I mean, see, I'm like, God, and Doug, you tell me what the hell happened? I really thought more. And maybe it was just me because I've been I've been playing in the game here, pulled out of the matrix for a while now. But I thought there was a 
hell of a lot more people pulled out as well. I thought there's so many more people would have seen this coming and not go along with it and realize that this was just a, a freaking sting operation. It's like, have you not right. seen Robert Redford and, and Paul Newman in the sting? I mean, it's a well-developed worldwide <laughs> sting. Come on. Yeah. Don't be a sucker, as they say, you know? You know, the the vaccine or the, the virus angle is just the killer angle. I've seen so many yeah. people that I, I know people, you know, uh, I have a friend done Tai Chi for 50 years, traditional Chinese medicine advocate, 100% doesn't really use allopathic medicine <laughs> at all. And as soon as they started pushing the virus thing, he was like, oh my God, you it's know, like, it's like if their programming kicked in, like, okay, yeah, yeah. hold on, I got, I'm programmed now to not forget everything I've learned and, and, and trust now the government. It's you know? so, it's so amazing. And, and this virus thing has been going on for decades. It really has. I mean, we had the <laughs> SARS in 2001 and then MERS I mean, right every couple of years, there's a, there's been it, the new psyop, the new media push for all yeah. oh, the new virus, West Nile virus going to kill us all. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> you know, you can think about it. What was it? the Zika virus? Oh, the Zika virus going to kill us. Oh my God. You know, <laughs> they yeah. just had everybody primed for this one. And, and it's like hindsight being 2020, I, you can see like, oh yeah, clearly this makes so much sense that, oh, the new cold, the cold is going to kill us all, right? The coronavirus. I mean, it's almost amazing they chose the cold virus to do it. Like it's so ubiquitous. It's like, yeah, it's cold. Well, you know, it, it's, it's what's funny about it too. I don't know if it's funny, but it's, it's so many people um, understand how important their immune system is and how important, you know, getting through the, getting through the process of building your immune system. So many, most people do, right? Not everyone, I guess. Yeah. Um, and here it is, here it is. We're right in the middle of this battle. We have changed all our beliefs in reference to how to heal your body. It's just been thrown, not only been thrown out, right. now you have actively big pharma and the government eliminating are holistic and healthy knees. I mean, they're soon to be coming after they already are vitamin That's amazing. C, yeah. uh, vitamin D. I mean, they're taking stuff out that they're, and they're not allowing, they're taking it off the shelves right now. Stuff that we know we can heal us. Of course they eliminate hydroxychloroquine and um, I'd be right. They've eliminated right. that. You can't even get that. Uh, it's like, it's like an act of God from a doctor to sign off on it for you. And yeah. that's been the whole reason why this has got rid of this whole problem. But it is amazing how we just allow that. It's so obvious, isn't it? Like you had the event 201, then you had the the Rockefeller Foundation doing this 10 years ago. And then you right. people, it's like, you don't have to dig deep to find out, even though they're scrubbing it, you can still find it out there. And then yeah. like, it's like, no one wants to put the pieces together. Are they scared? You know, it really is true. The, the basics of the argument, like sure, we have lots of disagreements on the fringes and everything, but the basics of the argument about the fact that, okay, here's the coronavirus. Uh, you know, it's coming along. They're calling it a novel coronavirus, but actually, if you've had a cold in the past, you do have some immunity. I mean, uh, and then and then you just move forward. It's it's so easy to disprove the the general premise. Like clearly, for emergency use authorization, they needed. They couldn't have alternative treatments. So they start crushing as soon as hydroxychloroquine comes out or ivermectin comes out, they're crushing these narratives. Even though there's peer-reviewed scientific papers say both of them reduce hospitalizations by 85%, uh, they can't have people believe this because then they don't have the emergency use authorization, which means they, oh, they'll, they'll be liable for all the death and destruction that the vaccines are causing, my God. <laughs> And, yeah, and you can yeah. just put it all together. I mean, all the way down to the uh, the fact that the hospitals are getting paid so much extra money for every coronavirus, um, um, uh, you know, every every case of coronavirus that they find, they get paid. So there's financial incentive to blow up these numbers. It's just nuts when you, when well, you see it so plain as day. 
that's you know we're familiar uh a person we know is dr carrie day she was filling me in on like how it's that was phase one right the coronavirus and the vaccine getting baby to take the vaccine but they're already now making serious changes in her healthcare field she, she was telling me how they already have it set up now even atlanta i've seen it uh where ai is determining the prognosis for people who are going into the hospitals. Yeah. So you you have this this artificial intelligence. You put in the information into the computer, like this person has a rash, this person has whatever, blah blah blah, and then it spits out what the protocol is. And then the doctors are to follow the protocols. And if they don't follow the protocols, they got to argue. And they can say why not follow this. Right. It's like it's like we literally have AI now making, and it's going to get worse and worse every day it goes by, making decisions on our healthcare. And hence why we're seeing elimination of all this holistic things because they're only going to use this petroleum-based big pharma solutions, which are what's killing us in the first place. Sure. And and we're going down our healthcare. Healthcare is going down that road. They're eliminating. She's also was saying that they're eliminating. They're eliminating. Um, solutions to things, solutions to to uh, what they said, like you said, reports coming out. You can read how, how great hydroxychloroquine are, how, how hydroxychloroquine is, and all of a sudden they're eliminating these these actual uh, tests and experiments, and they're taking them, scrubbing them, they're taking them off the internet. Yeah, because everything's on the internet. There's but no one writes books anymore, you know, or microfish or whatever. So it's like we're literally going to be turning into this, like you know, um, what was it, H.G. Wells world, where you're going to have these people praying to a, uh, and you wonder how they got so dumb, right? And they're like, how could some humanity ever get so dumb, right? <laughs> right. This is how they're doing it right now. We're going to be throwing or sacrificing yourself to the Moloch or whatever they call them. Exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Some I, mean, time. I think we've both maybe done interviews about uh, the education system and how it's been dumbing us down for now for uh, so long. God, and you, and you see, right, you see how it's working now. People can't really use critical thinking skills. They're not really, <laughs> you know, able to analyze what's coming down from, from the mainstream media and find the obvious holes in the narratives that are, that are blatant. Um, and and they're and they've been trained to do what the authority figures tell you, and I just want to mention because one of the things that you you brought up was how, I mean even if it's not the AI telling the doctors what what prognosis to make, which clearly that that's coming that is starting to happen and it's coming, but you know there's also the insurance companies, the American Medical Association, right? So so people are always like, well, hey. You know, my doctor's not in on some grand conspiracy to give me, you know, to 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 force me into this vaccine or whatever. They're, you know, they're just a, a person, and all doctors can't be part of this thing. And it's like, well, that's true, but all doctors are part of the the healthcare system, and the healthcare system has a clear hierarchy. And the hierarchy says that, you know, when the insurance company says we're only going to pay if you do this treatment protocol, if you have these symptoms, then that's what your doctor has to do. It's like these people are just doing their jobs. It's not that they're part of some conspiracy. It's that they're, they're just doing what they're told. They're, they're participating in the, the the agenda and not unknowingly. But, you know, I was talking right. to my son the other day about just what you're saying. I said, you know, all these pieces had to come together and it just didn't happen within the last year and a half. I said, we have been conditioned over decades to give our authority away from the doctor to the to the third parties, the insurance companies, yeah. uh, you know, workers comp, whatever it may be. So we have been conditioned to allow, to give that authority up. We consented to it, believe it or not. Not. We consent to do it when we when we we allow it to happen, yeah. and so we're already been like with the frog in the warm water 
program to be okay with a third party coming in. So this AI transfer of healthcare that's happening now, as you said, um, is going to be a natural tendency for folks to say, well, you know, hey, well, if an AI can do a better job than a doctor, and most doctors are dumb, whatever, you know, these days, and uh, right. maybe we should give it a shot because it makes sense because they're so used to handing it over to somebody else that solved your problem rather than directly dealing with the people that you, you know and they know you. And that's just one aspect. But look at all the other aspects, Doug, that is ha- happening. Look at how um, all the wars we had to bring us to where we are today. It's almost, if you look back at each war, who started it, why they started it, to condense more of that centralization to this new world order direction. The UN had all the different SARS you are saying earlier, all the different, they had to build that up to bring it to the big show, the big yeah. day, the big debut yeah. of the coronavirus. And then the uh, bioweapon, the real bioweapon, I mean, all the bioweapons, but the real bioweapon is the this vaccine, right? Because they got to get these Trojan horse death shots in them to either control them or kill them. Because how, how are you going to get to your Georgia Guidestones or five 500 million unless you have some type of worldwide delusion and belief system right, right. And, and why is that and my question to you and, and everyone out there why is that so hard to believe even if you're not a christian and, and you follow revelation if you, even if you're just agnostic you're just a critical thinker why is it so hard to believe that there's not a worldwide agenda moving us forward this oppression and tyranny um and that the coronavirus and even the vaccine all these are just means to an end and are we not focused on the end then? Why don't we run to the finish line, meet them there before they close the close the door? Yeah, yeah, I hear that. It's it's hard. You know, it was a slow road for me actually to come to the place where I'm at now, where I can see uh, the the depopulation that's happening. We were talking a little bit earlier about the the psyops uh, mm-hmm. that are happening in the in the mainstream media and the mainstream <laughs> narrative. It becomes so obvious once you see it. But you know, I and I wanted to actually ask you before we get too deep into our conversation here a little bit about your history. You've you've been sure. sort of aware for like thirty years. You said that's I, I kind of you know I, I my story is that after World War or excuse me after <laughs> that's funny after nine eleven World War One yeah, yeah. <laughs> after nine eleven you know I. I start. It took me. It took me about a year after 9/11 even to kind of be like, "That's no, I don't think this is adding up." And then it took me a couple more years to like do the do the research before I convinced myself. I mean, I you know, I they, I actually uh, was pulled kicking and screaming. Yeah, uh, analyzing mainstream articles. You know, literally, I would go back and forth from like a, an Alex Jones article to a CNN article or something, and I'd compare the opposites. sources, and yeah, I'd be yeah. you know, and I'd be like, "Who? Which one is more accurate here? What's going on?" I. Yeah. Until I was finally like, wow, these mainstream articles are ridiculous. Um, you know, they, they really have weak arguments. The primary sources are non-existent. Half the time, it's an anonymous source from the CIA that driving mm-hmm. huge narratives that are being yep. pushed across the country, you know, and and it became clear to me. But, um, you know, it probably took me from like 2003 to 2000, even into 2015, I'd say, before I was finally like, wow. Yes, I can see it. I can see the psyops are getting rolled out. I can see, you know, that there's clearly a depopulation agenda with these guys, even though I knew, you know, I had studied a lot of political philosophy in college. And I so I knew I'd read Malthus, you know, I'd read some of the political philosophies that the population agenda is based on, you know, and I knew about the eugenics movement. It was just, it's still, it's, it's a difficult, yeah. it's difficult to believe that these guys Who are wants to believe. 
Who yeah. wants to believe that there are people in power positions who are trying to kill us? I mean, right. that's almost on the grounds of paranoia in many like psychological DMC three diagnosis, right? Totally. I mean, and and who wants to? And, and even our consciousness, because we're we're spiritual beings. I believe you believe you're a spiritual being. Yeah. Um. I mean, we're we our nature is to be loving and good and want to see the best in people. Uh, most of us are just tainted by the earth experience here to just think in the other direction like trust no one don't and after you go down the rabbit hole it's hard to say you know i'm gonna try you gotta like have to prove yourself that you're not a psyop trying to be a president here you know what i mean right <laughs> um so uh back to me i i would open i was kind of reversed i backed into like aliens you know when i was like wow when i was reading above top secret books and stuff that, oh. this is 30 years ago no one even were talking about i mean david ike was out and alex jones was just getting started yeah. and um but I, I kind of was lost in that i'm like wow we're being lied to on a grand scale here and then i kind of backed it into like what's going on with the then the bilderbergs and then uh-huh. the you know the the uh, the the new world order agenda and then backed into the different groups and who's really involved in that so when when 9-11 came around i'm like oh yeah god here they go they're now they're starting with their psyop here right and, you know it's not, the, it's not it's, it's not the muslims you know they're being used by this by the Mossad sure. and everyone else and you're going down that road i'm like here we go you know everybody wants to be be in control and now we're starting but but so i kind of like i I, and i'm still learning like i i knew there was going to be a credit crisis 30 years ago i knew of the first you demoralize a country or place destabilize a world let's say and then you create you you create the creative crisis you create the crisis and then you bring in the normalization they call it this is how communism and and i think was the brensky is the one who brought it in back in the 70s told that he's a kgb told everybody about it and so that's the four stages of turning a world around or turning a country around into oppression and tyranny. But so I knew the crisis would come and I just kept waiting for it for 30 years. It's like I'm waiting for the shoe to drop, shoe to drop. What is it going to be? What is it going to be? Yeah. But I was taken off guard, man. I didn't know it was going to be in healthcare. Right. Healthcare caught me off. I'm like, wow, how could I not see that? I look back, I'm like, man, how could I not <laughs> see healthcare? You know, it's brilliant. Yeah, because right. everyone's scared. Yeah, fear is the biggest winner, right? And everybody's scared to death of health and disease and stuff. Yep, and and there's no healthcare freedom in the Constitution. That's one thing that I really <laughs> kind of realized. Like, you know what? And I and I've even read now that uh, Dr. Benjamin Rush, who was signed member of the Constitutional Convention, uh, uh, you know, was warning back then. Like, guys, we should put some healthcare freedom uh, statutes in this document because I can perceive that in the future they'll use this as a loophole to take over the country. And it's like, huh. And, and you know, that's the thing. It's like this health, this whole healthcare thing. It's easy to convince people that, yeah. oh, especially with the way they've fixed the healthcare uh, market. So it's uh. so expensive. So it's like the government's getting more and more and more and more involved in that whole thing because it's so expensive. The average person can't even afford the current system. Right. Uh, and then then, and then it's so easy to scare the crap out of people with these invisible viruses, just like they did with the invisible terrorists around every corner. Yeah, Constitution mentions about a natural disaster for these executive orders or for these, uh, you know, to bring in martial law, mm-hmm. a natural disaster, you know. And, of course, probably why they said, um, you know, a, a bat did it made a natural disaster, right? Yeah. But it, but tell me that's not so easy to manipulate the whole, whole bioweapon situation. I mean, they lie about it. But but you're right. It was too weak. Yeah, the Constitution had a blind spot and people yeah. um, i'm sure they knew about it even back then because this has been in place for i believe for centuries you know and 
the real, I mean, it's, it's been a Babylonian experience for thousands of years, what we're, I believe we're experiencing. And we'll wow. talk about that if you want later on a spiritual beyond our five senses. And that's why I started frequency wars. I didn't know, honestly, prior to this, this, the COVID-19 pandemic, I didn't know I was going to be focused more in, in, in what's going on with the vaccines and the pandemic. I thought as frequency wars, my concept was, is beyond our reality. You know, like we have our three-dimensional reality and what the real party is beyond our reality. That's what's going on, whether energies and entities interacting with, with us or our spiritual self. And, right. but it's like, took me back where, wow, there's so much content now and people are, are taking these vaccines. I'm like, how can you not, how can you focus on anything else at this point? I mean, we're literally, I'm on my family members. I'm seeing them take these vaccines out of ignorance. No, nobody, you ask anybody taking the vaccine, I guarantee you 99.9% of them have no idea they're putting mRNA in there or nanotechnology. They have right. no idea spike proteins can't be controlled. They have no idea about that. They're listening to their dopey doctors and listening to dopey mainstream media. And Biden says he's going to give free beer and ice cream for it. I mean, that alone should wake you up, right? Yeah. Um, you know, but I'm like, my God, my family members are doing this. Is, this is for real. Because you can't see the immediate impact of what these spike proteins and the 5G combination, all that's happening. It's going to happen um, unless for whatever reason it was a, a scare. But but to me, I mean, there's too many, too many criteria, too many people are dying in the hundreds of thousands and not being reported. Uh, uh, what we're, we're, we're seeing is extrapolating from the various reports, which and then people that, you know, and just and I said I said on a show, I think it was uh, breaking fertility. We had uh, had um, Dr. Um, Stella, Stella Emanuel on as well nice. as. Dr. Northrup on and broke it down, but what we're doing to our children. And they were like, you know, listen, uh, this is talking about making humanity infertile. I mean, like, like in the freaking, in the, in the, in the, in the, in the, in the, not bridesmaids, but in the handmaid tales, you know, yeah, a yeah. society where everyone's infertile. And then all of a sudden you see, that's when you're bringing that theocratic level of influence this is the order that i'm worried about not the chaos right now yeah eventually people are going to start responding to these trojan horse death shots uh in a very horrible way getting very seriously sick or i mean or and i believe getting very seriously sick and this become yeah. with a cure or dying and so it's the order that's going to follow that and who's in charge to bring in that new world order and that's why i think they've been floating the whole alien uh, evasion piece to really unite the world together say oh my god this is bigger than the united states we got to make a world decision here we got to unite with the un unite with everyone else to protect us from this invasion alien invasion that they're talking about right. on mainstream media now like anything on mainstream media look at that you, you know what's coming next and you know it's going to be opposite of what they're saying right you just got to yeah. do the opposite of it but yet they they're they're predictive then they know because if you when you pull out of the matrix you can see the conditioning happening right in front of your own time and your own eyes in real time i just saw a, a ufo a piece on npr this morning i heard it and when it, yeah. when it makes it to npr you know you're like <laughs> oh man you know? <laughs> yeah the, it was hilarious it was an interview with uh, senator harry reed who's been talking oh, about yeah. ufos forever yeah. and yeah, yeah, they, go. got yeah. it, they got him on <laughs> npr to start pushing this narrative and it's like yeah, exactly. oh yeah okay here it goes well i mean think it through you what would unite all people around the world you have to have a common enemy first it was this invisible virus that bioweapon that they've been lying about right and that got that got everybody to take the they feared feared everybody into taking the shots i mean they're, they're death shots right the, i call them walking man dead man walking i should say yeah. and then then you got now to really pull the thing pull the whole team together for the new world army the new world banking the new world religion the new world one world i should say religion and, and all the rest 
you got to have something bigger than the virus, right? And and I can I can only imagine they're setting up for the uh, the in alien invasion yeah. to pull people together because you know fifty percent, sixty percent, seventy percent of the people believe in what's life in alien life. You know, I'm like most of us don't believe. You just don't hear it on mainstream media, you know, and until now. And so more more people will go along with that quickly. And what another level of fear leveling up there, right? Right. Going from coronavirus, which now we're safe because we got the, the the death vaccine or the, the injection, right? Um, and now we're going into the next level of fear is aliens are going to come steal our kids from their beds and take them to the Mars, you know? Sure, sure. And uh, I can see that rolling out. I can, but uh, not under a Biden president, though. Yeah. Presidency. <laughs> well, I mean, the whole thing is just so crazy to me. Uh, they just basically... <sighs> I mean, sometimes I can kind of figure out what they're doing. Sometimes it's a little more challenging. Like it was so interesting that they just, the mainstream media just flipped the switch on the, uh, uh, on the lab leak theory, where a year ago, when those of us who were reporting on this, because we were looking at the facts and we were seeing that the, 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 the great possibility that it was leaked either from Wuhan or I think potentially even from Fort Detrick here in the United yeah, States. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're all working together. Yeah, exactly. And so we knew the connections uh, between Fauci and Wuhan through the EcoHealth Alliance. Like, I mean, we, you know, and we were getting censored. I mean, people got their YouTube channels pulled uh, for reporting on this. And then last month, all of a sudden, the mainstream narrative's like, oh, whoops, you know? And I, yeah. I guess like my theory about this is that Rand Paul finally figured it out, was, was going to come go public with it and then the mainstream uh took the narrative so they could control, control the narrative it. yeah right yeah. well see they're, they're very smart I and mean, you're talking about you know maybe when i say psychopathic you know narcissists i'm talking about this these certain people and i call it not so much a, a race or a group of people to me it's a, it's a the level of consciousness or really unconsciousness yeah and and that they lack compassion for humanity they see themselves as supreme and superior other humans over other humans right many many of them have indoctrinated into into their religions to teach them this uh, a superiority complex, right? Which only messes the psyche up because the soul knows that, you know, everybody, everybody, everything is on equal grounds. But nevertheless, this is enveloped and developed in people to believe this. And these people who are pushing this agenda have no compassion or very little compassion for others. And they learn to desensitize to that. So it's easy for them to, uh, to do that. But what's more important is they're so intelligent that they're able to adapt as you go as you bring something up okay plan a is changed let's go to plan b right. somebody else brings something up if you can't can't buy him out you can't eliminate them and they and you know you can't be obvious about it let's go to plan c so they're adapting as we go which is brilliant on the, the on the you know the the evil laboratory side and the evil scientists yeah. but it's it's detrimental of course to god-loving you know human beings here who have to deal with this ping pong match that we're caught ourselves in and, and of survival literally we're in our life of survival right now and not just as an individual but as a as a as a human race in my opinion what i'm seeing and the people i'm interviewing i'm like wow and, and what's great about what you do too because I, I know because i do what you do is that you're able to kind of pull all the pieces together even more so than the individual people who are you're interviewing right and you're able to put a kind of a, a puzzle together so i my, one of my dreams is always to get people like yourself together in the thousands you know, in a room, you know, I guess you have to do it on Zoom these days, but, <laughs> and then just because, because we have access to so much information and, and, and so much surreal information, and then to try to piece things together for a plan of what has happened, a, a, bring it, break it on down, because that's what we do, break it on down where people can understand it, 
and then what reality we want to create. And that's where I think uh, it would be cool to have something like that in the future if um, if time is uh, is a, is not of an essence here. Right. Yeah, for sure. I mean, this is such a huge information war and we've all, I mean, I, you know, I actually love the name, the, the unifying unified intentions. Yeah. United um, intentions, United yeah. intentions. Because I knew that was the answer. The ha- only way we're going to get through it. Right. First of all, there's so few people that, um, that know to turn off the television set and, and, <laughs> and think for yourself. One of the things that actually, you know, we were talking a little bit before, uh, before I hit the record button, but just, how amazingly effective uh, this particular coronavirus psyop has been in terms of so many people, even people that you you would have sworn would never have have just fallen for it, just suddenly went you know uh, hook line and sinker, you know scared scared the bejesus out of them. They were going to catch coronavirus and die, and um, I just started you know for the first time. It's like sometimes I have kind of an intellectual understanding of, of like how the psychological operations work and how the brainwashing techniques work and all of that. But then all of a sudden, like I had this visceral reaction to it when I realized all these people are watching their TV sets. Like this yep. reality is being literally implanted Crazy. in them yeah. from the television. And it's yeah. like, a, it's this hypnosis. It's this brainwashing. Yeah. I'm doing a lot of work now on psychology, the psychology of this whole thing, right. because the critical thinking and the critical arguing isn't, isn't working. Yeah. You know, yeah. you talk yeah. to somebody, they'll just ignore your cognitive dissonance. They're shut down. Totally. By so, design. They flood right. everybody by design. <laughs> Well, and as you say, these people are experts at this. They're experts yeah. at psychological warfare, and people yeah. people don't believe it. Like when you're talking about intention, and and I fall back on this idea too. Like the intention of the people at the top of this billionaire class, whatever you want to describe them, the elite class, uh, the intention is is like entirely negative. They are all yes. about power and control and uh, deceit and lies to get to an end. Right. They're, they're thousands of years been working on their agenda right. and they pass it on generationally to the next generation. So it, it's imagine having that level of focus and determination. I mean, how could you not be successful if you're willing to generationally convince people and they have and they have infiltrated every religion. I mean, the Christianity, they got through Christianity through the through the uh, Freemasons, you know, Judaism. They got that a long time ago uh, to Islam. They got through that through uh, Sabbatean, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. Sabbatean Zeti. I mean, they they these Satanists know how to get through each one of these different groups or, and the long game. I mean, they're playing the long game. The long game is only only um, and they and it's challenging now, only effective if it's kept quiet on the DL, right? But the problem is that now that they control the mainstream media, thanks to the Rothschilds and thanks to the Associated Press and Reuters and all, they control the narrative. So you and I could be sitting here talking and we could get our information out, but it's never going to get out to the mainstream media levels because they have created that narrative and controlled that actual medium uh, for a long time now. Now they've yeah. pulled the trigger. If you look back and you see all the different decisions, like this whole censorship in this last year and a half, it was unprecedented. I mean, but we were forewarned. I mean, when Obama was going out of office, he gave the internet over to the UN. He handed it over to him. And they got a little bit of press, but not not much. But then right after that started happening. Let's, let's get the fringe groups, eliminate them. Now let's start getting more mainstream groups, eliminate them. And here we are today. You can't say the word vaccine without saying, you know, oh, my God, they're going to take me off the Internet. You know, you can't say right. certain words because they're, they're going to trigger the AI going to eliminate you. Right. 
So, uh, and that's kind of the frog in the warm water. That's just with censorship. But you go to every level, food, water, you look at um, this military, you look at uh, businesses, what they're doing now, they're destroying small businesses. So the big corporations who are who they, that these that these cabalists own and run will yeah. be able to now ha- pull everybody to all you know you see so, you see a movie like Idiocracy with everybody going to uh, Coast Costco that's a reality I I, la- I couldn't watch that movie it was so stupid I'm like now I'm like holy crap that's a reality I know, that can right? actually happen yeah I can't believe it that's going to happen right I'm like oh my god what has happened it's just it's all and, and it's brilliant on their plan but you have to be able to find who's behind it, identify that, what they're doing, what their agenda is. And I think rush to the finish line before they get there to uh, put an end to that. And I, I, we started, we started the freedom meetups, meetups.org, which I think is a way, and which we could discuss whenever you want a way to actually get to that finish line before they get there and close their deal. Yeah. Yeah, I know. We need to start figuring out certainly uh, ways to really organize and ways to unify because that's the only way we're going to get through this. I mean, there just aren't enough people that are outside of the matrix that have turned off their television set. It's kind of funny. Like, I almost never listen to mainstream media anymore. I don't either. I don't. Yeah. I, you know, I used to think like, well, I need to keep track of what they're talking about and I need to, right. And then one day I just turned it off. You know, except for the occasional like five minutes, I can listen to NPR maybe in the morning or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. And then I'm like, whoa, that's what really? That's what people think? You know, like (laughs) it's like so obvious, you know. And uh, and then like when I'm watching them, and I'm 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 playing a video on this last show we had on on breaking fertility, and I showed Stella Stella Emanuel, Doctor Stella Emanuel, a video like about a minute. I cut it up a minute of of Joe Biden, President Joe Biden talking about how listen we want to get 70 percent of people getting the shots in his monotone voice uh how we, we listen we're going to get free ice cream out and free beer and as bush giving free beer we're going to do whatever we need to do and we're going to give all these free things and free access to all these sport events and i'm watching i'm like this is like this is like when you get past the laughter of how people can believe them i'm like how evil this is they have people hypnotized into believing this and then because i don't watch that anymore right yeah. and then i see that i'm like oh my god this is despicable and i'm like, and still was like this is how they're doing it you're right and it's it's <laughs> it's like it's like i i can't do it anymore and the and the best thing people could do is just turn your tv off now if you want to watch your netflix certain episodes or star trek episode i'm always all for or something that's going to bring some you know balance to you that's fine but get away from the news unless you're yeah. there to to see what's coming next psyop coming up next um i, I would stay away from it because it, it's it's very seductive into bringing in and, and feeding this information or fear into you i mean to me this coronavirus thing is it's just i, I mean if you talk to anyone you know, there are a few people, sure, that that have known a number of people maybe who have passed away through this process in the last year. But by and large, you know, like I personally, I've known two people that got basically a bad flu uh, and then recovered. And that was the extent of it in, in my personal life. And I think most people are like, like if you if you weren't watching the television then no one would have ever even probably it would have just been in everybody's mind like, oh, it seemed like a bad bug going around. You know, I don't think anybody would have ever thought that any kind of reaction to the level of what's happened would have ever even entered anybody's minds. I had it back in February and we didn't, Mm -hmm. we didn't know anything was going on. Right. Right. And it was like, man, this, this one's kicking my ass, man. What what is, what is with this one? But I went back to work this last an extra week, the normal. And I went, I went to work, I was doing my thing and, and I got over it. You know, I didn't know there was, this was the same thing until like a month later. I already already had it. Wow. What what are we shutting down the world for? You know? 
Uh, and so I'm like, geez. And I never got tested, but I knew it was the, the loss of taste, things like that. Sure. But, uh, the the bioweapon on that. But it was, you're right. It, it's, you know, what are we doing? It's in, insane. But, yeah. you know, one, one thing I wanted to say about the PSYOP, which I think we talked about a little earlier, is it's devastating when you pull you away from the mainstream media. And you see what's really going on. You can look at a, a president like Donald Trump and you realize how they've orchestrated uh, both uh, controlled opposition and and like good cop, bad cop routine, I call it. And I was calling Trump a good cop, bad cop routine back in March of last yeah. year uh, of 20 when they were all sort of going. I'm like, come on, guys. Can't you see the obvious? He first signs the Stafford Act. It's an emergency act that gives the, all the courts the ability not to follow the Constitution. He signs the CARES Act, which gives them all the trillions of dollars to create this phony, phony pro- program of this pandemic. Without the money and without the legislation, nothing could ever happen. Right. And then he goes on and warp speeds the vaccine program, which is the death nail on there. And then and and all these all these people who supported Trump. And I'm like, I get it. Don't, don't you understand? For the last four years, if Hillary Clinton was in the president's office. Do you really think that the last the last year of the of her off the last year of her of her first four years she pushed this um, COVID nineteen or the vaccine? Do you think all these conservatives and patriots, which are about seventy percent of America, believe it or not, it's not fifty fifty. You think they would have went along with? Um, what's going on with that? No, they would right. never believed anything on that. They'd be like, take a vaccine from her? No way, you know? <laughs> so she with the government? No way. Would have never happened. They needed to have a conservative to win a populace, to win the their uh, to win their trust and win their loyalty over three three and a half years. Mm-hmm. They needed that to happen. And Trump sure did that. He did a great job. And talking to Kevin Shipp years ago, before Trump was in office, just when he got into office, uh, he's a, another CIA, uh, ex-CIA, you know, whatever that means. And <laughs> right. uh, and Kevin Shipp, and Kevin Shipp said he didn't know either. I'm like, how can they be? He, he, I said, I said, do you not think that this is? Look at the people surround himself. Look who put his campaign together. Look at his CFO Heisenberg, and this guy is works for the Jewish mob. You know, he's a mobster. His right. CFO and talking to people who knew Trump. And his father, I mean, Trump in New York City was a was a slumlord. His father was, and he was ripping his father off back then. And he was, and his father found out, uh, like, you steal all this money because no, pops, look at this, man. Um, you're not paying. Look, look how much money you're saving in taxes now. And his father's like, oh, okay, continue, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and so these are the inside stories you hear and know what's going on. People don't talk about, it. but he's been a player in this in the in this group for a long time, and. And when and for my research and but but point is he he has such loyalty and why because everybody wants to have a savior everybody wants somebody to come in here and rescue their butt Completely. rather than rather than getting off the freaking Netflix and the couch getting out there getting organized and making taking care of yourself we got to stop relying on this person to come in to save our asses man because that's what's why we're in the circumstances to begin with yeah. so if you want to believe him you want to believe the Q psyop you want to believe all that stuff. Go ahead, but get out there also and do something about it rather than just supporting somebody to come in to make a change. Because our voting systems, uh, Doug, as you know, is gone. Until And, it's, and he, our governor here in Georgia is trying to address the, we passed great legislation to address the campaign of the people who need a driver's license. or You didn't even address the Dominion, uh, the machines that are cycling right. all these votes off that's under China's rule of codes. You didn't even address that at all in the legislation. So so voting is a joke. I, I, would, I tell everybody all the time. Take your kid out of school, homeschool them, 
do not go to the hospitals anymore unless it's a dire, dire, dire yeah. emergency. You can't heal at home. And, Absolutely. And and stop voting. Do not vote anymore. All right. right. <laughs> it's all meaningless and meaningless at this point. You're going to have to create your own environment. And that sounds bold and sounds, you know, dramatic and cool to say on the radio and on TV. But I truly believe it at this point. I think it's so compromised. It is so dangerously compromised that people that we keep feeding into this lie. Like people like, well, just wear a mask. You're adding to the delusion. And this delusion is why people are taking these death shots, which is only going to level up to another acceptance of these Noahide laws that are in every, every country's legislation at this point, for the most part. China, Russia, United States. I mean, Putin has 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 adapted that as well. Yeah. And, the, and the Vatican, the Vatican, the Christian Vatican has the Noahide laws adopted in there. What happened to the Ten Commandments? I'm just going to take a quick station break to let everyone know that this is where I made the cut for the free version of the episode. Get the full-length version of the podcast ad-free in audio by subscribing at theshiftnow.com. You can go to rockfin.com and subscribe for all premium content available on the platform to watch the video. This episode has been brought to you by Enagic Water Systems, providing ionized alkaline water straight from your tap, as well as the Freedom Era Network, which offers tools and information to make your online business a success. Find out more by clicking the store tab at www.theshiftnow.com. Enjoy the rest of the show. If you have a minute, I do want to just share. I do have solutions. I mean, I've been thinking about this solution for 30 years. Yeah, definitely. Tell me when you want me to share that, because I, I, I knew I knew that when we go into this situation, Doug, that we were not um, we're going to be able to conventionally fight like for like a revolution, like in the American Revolution or whatever, gun to gun, mano to mano. It was not going to be a fair fight there because these people who are in charge, whether they're from this world or they're manipulated by whatever beings really matter to me but they have so much they're hundreds of years yeah maybe a thousand years of advanced technology they have over us from from you know direct energy, energy weapons you want to say something okay. you, you know well yeah i just because yeah. i was trying to i and i know we don't have enough uh, enough time to really go into detail about this but i okay. but i just to mention this sabbatean frankist connection because that yeah. to me was like a, a real eye-opener first of all they again like they want to call us white supremacists they love to call us yeah. anti-semitic yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. but it does turn out that there's this lineage that it appears some of the Zionists are a part of at the higher levels that is this Sabbatean lineage, which is not Judaism. It's something different. Uh, But, and it's also, it it just ties a lot of things together, but it just goes to show, because you were as, as we segue into the solutions part of it, it is a spiritual battle. And there is this, this spiritual lineage uh, that is uh, connected with Satanism that these guys at the top of the pyramid seem to be participating in. So the solution I think is, is, as you're saying on this spiritual level, and and you know and uh you, more people need to tie what you just said and i hope that whoever's watching this goes back and listens to what you just said because they've already had the legislation in different countries already laid out for these sabbateans to implement their final new world order agenda uh and to pull the trigger um and so we have to really awaken people to that and you can't be concerned about like like i asked yana who's jewish right she's a christian jew and she's like listen anti-semitism is a trick that they use to shut down dialogue and and and, and, and it's a narrative control system i said i said at this point people are going to be dying in the billions 
you can't worry about hurting somebody's feelings if they feel like they're using something to shut you down on that. It, 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 this is too serious of a concern not to share and address at this point. And not that we need to do or fo- focus on because most Jewish people have no idea what's going on. Even the Zionists who are following and fighting for Israel have no idea Israel has been compromised. They have no idea that the Rothschilds is a Satanist. They have no idea that, you know, they're trying to eliminate people in the surrounding areas for the Greater Israel Project. They have no idea this is going on. They really don't. They've been, and especially in poor Israel. Israel's just upside down right now. They, yeah. To, with two, I mean, the last two years, they're changing. They're changing offices all the time now as well, and they don't know what's going on. And and the poor people who listen to the Israel news, um, you know, they're just believe their government because they they they're they're saying is can ne- never happen again, right? So they, how that how can they believe their own government or the the Nazis? who set them up over in Germany are the same players pulling the shots in Israel. Yeah. It's, you, you can't comprehend that, you know? Right. And so, so you got to be compassionate for all races yeah. who are just under ignorance and under conditioning, not knowing, and you can't pick out a race because it's not a race. It's a consciousness. It's a level of lack of consciousness, of compassion, right. a lack of, 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 of being in lack. And one of the solutions, a pragmatic solution, I'll give you a spiritual solution if we have time here. Um, the pr- pragmatic solution we started uh, called freedommeetup.org. It's very simple, and I don't care who does it. doesn't matter. It's, it, it's All it is is in every town around America, in every town around the world, one person needs to organize. We call them facilitators. Call them anything you want. Organize who meets one week, once a week for one hour in a public place. Um, uh, and if you can't get right away, you could zoom in, I guess. But in a public place where people meet one hour a week and you talk about freedom and individual rights, you don't talk about anything. You don't talk about where your mayor is or anything out, anything like that. But you focus on your town where you sleep, where you draw a line in the sand. This is my town because there's nowhere to go in the world at this point. There's nowhere to go. Yeah, it's a worldwide operation. And then you meet once a week and you talk about freedom. But you also get everybody at that meeting there for that one hour to commit to each other as neighbors that if any government government agency or a private sector comes into your if who are being proxies from the government comes into your home or to your business and tries to remove you, arrest you, intimidate you in any which way against your constitutional rights in your country, your neighbors will show up to your home in the thousands or wherever is part of that and be between authority and your neighbor. And if we just did that in every city right now, imagine that right. that. We have millions of people showing up to protect our neighbors when our rights are being there. The, the health department is about to take your child away for COVID-19, take them to a FEMA camp, or because you're considered a white supremacist, or whatever the reason is that you're a, you're a, you're a Nazi, whatever it may be. Then you you have and, and and the only criteria for these groups is you got to be unifying. You can't divide. It doesn't matter if they're Republican or Democrat, if they wear a mask or not, if they're gay or straight. Doesn't matter. Nothing else matters. If they show up for freedom and individual rights, they are all there in that town. And if people do these two things. The noncompliance for your neighbor and show up once a week, make that commitment as if it's your as, as if this is your um, your civic duty to make sure that you keep your constitution and your freedom in li- alive in your town. You will see adjacent towns spread. This will spread very quickly. It already has. We have thousands of people now signing up, Great. organizing our towns. And all we do is we're like a directory. We're not organizing it. We're just the directory of who's in your town to go to to organize. And we just got this off the ground and the websites, a new website's coming out in a week. But you can go there now to get set up. But that's how you do that part of it. That's the 
on the ground, inspired action, what you can do uh, from our perspective, because there's no other solution. You can't fight them with guns. These guys have direct energy weapons. They have sound weapons. They could eliminate a whole town. They got towers, the main towers everywhere, right. 5G. They, they could put us to sleep like, like that. This is going to have to be done on a peaceful, non-compliance perspective to wake people up. It's not, it's not, I, I don't see blood being the answer, uh, and unfortunately and unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, it's going to have to be done on a peaceful way. The other part is the power of our thoughts and intentions. You know, I truly believe we are mighty, powerful, spiritual beings. Uh, Daniel Brinkley talks about that in his book, Saved by the Light, how what where we were and some of the boxes you opened up where we are today. But we, we truly are. And the sooner we realize how powerful we are and our thoughts are power, our united intentions are power, as you'll see in any biblical uh, manner and any almost any religion, how yeah. two more people come together. And like-minded thought and prayer is, to me, is, is similar because it's prayer, it's intentions, it's thoughts, you're praying, right? But you're intending, and there's an exponential uh, electromagnetic reaction that occurs, that science now, quantum physics is catching up to, that occurs when two or more people come together in united intention. And that alone, as you're organizing your towns, you're uniting your intentions. As you're organizing on Zoom, you're uniting your intentions. And we're creating an exponential electromagnetic reaction when two or more people come together and it only exponentially exponentially grows as that occurs and if we create our intention a positive intent this is how these these cabalists these sabbatines got away with it they're united with their intentions but for evil and for destruction but yeah. they're united they're using the same process that's why this they kept secret and all these secret organizations they don't want us to know that we have that power and so we right. need to use that power for good. So in conjunction with those two things, I truly believe that we can turn this around even at this 11th hour, Doug, in my opinion. Yeah, it's so true. I mean, we've heard about how these guys actually need our consent to do this. I, I think it's yes. the reason why they spend so much time and money uh, and effort on these psychological operations and these brainwashing operations to convince us to give our consent because uh, I, I agree with you 100% that the more people – like like if people just stopped giving consent, basically stopped participating – I mean, frankly, we've already – we've discussed a little apart. bit – Right. It just falls apart. They can't. There's a, there's so few of them. There's so many of us that if we yeah. just said, you know what, I don't feel like participating in your system anymore. We're going to I'm going to do my own thing with my yeah. friends over here. Then suddenly they have no power. The only way they have this power is because, you know, we agree to spend their, their fiat currency instead of one that we could make up for ourselves or or you but, know but, we agree to their that's lockdowns gonna, that's going to take time to create that other reality because we're so dependent on this one right now uh for our livelihoods but if we organize each week and build in that one town just do that mm -hmm. one town and you build you have thousands tens of thousands of people in your town who will not comply and whatever happens then at some point as things get worse which they probably will because oppression has a way to double down if it's not confronted yeah and so uh, as that happens you have your organized truth in place and then your adjacent town as well and your adjacent town as well and your state and you just all you have to do is show up once a week for an hour and keep that consistency going you're already organized and that see the problem is why the organized lie is beating the or, the unorganized truth because it's only what one percent versus the 99 percent because we're not organized. So as the unorganized truth becomes organized, you don't even have to focus on that 1% anymore. Just forget about them. They're, they just dripped away because you're, you're not complying 99%. Yeah. And, you, and, and what's reasonable to do in it, all you got to do is you organize your one town. 
One person organize your town. That's it. That's feasible. That's reasonable. You could get up tomorrow, go organize, get on social media, say I'm meeting. We're meeting here at the gazebo in the middle of town square, and we'll be talking one hour celebrating freedom and individual rights. Music playing. We're gonna do whatever we need to do. And you leave. You come back next week. Just like you do to church. Just like you go in commitment to uh, sports, whatever it may be. Right. You commit one hour a week, and then you have your organized truth building. And then when th- people more things go wrong, in the ma- it doesn't matter how many people show up. Because when things go south, and they will, because it's not being addressed, thousands in your town will now have a place to go to where they didn't have a place. They're running to the government for solutions, and the government's the ones who put us down because they're compromised. Yeah. And so now thousands of people are able to go there for your neighbor and your town, and you can't be infiltrated. You can't have a BM, BLM buses come in and try to – George Soros try to come in and break it up because you know everybody in your town, or you're more likely to know right. more people in your town. Totally. And, and all you got to do is organize your town. That's all you got to do. And, and every town organizes their town, game over. I swear to God, game over. You can do it in every country. It's not like you only can do it in America or in Canada. You can do it everywhere. Yeah. And all you can do is make a commit once a week. What, what, what do you got to lose? You got a lot to lose, actually. So, so why not start now? And you can unite your intentions on really, truly to find out where the power lies. And the power lies with us and not them. Because they are waiting for someone to wake them up. Because they're just unconscious. They're in fear. They're in lack mentality. Right. They don't. They think they're superior because they feel inferior. That's a superior complex. Yeah. They feel inferior because they've been beaten, conditioned, trained as a young kid in Satanism. It's the disgusting way to live a life to, for a child, right? And and they now and they're acting superior because they're just acting out. Psychology one hundred and one. So so as we see us embrace them by saying no, they'll have to figure out how to see their own consciousness of what they're doing and reconnect to God. At this point, because without God, you got Satan and with Satan or the devil or whatever you want to call it, a lack mentality or new age, you want to look at it or a Christian way you want to look at it or it doesn't matter. There's an energy of negativity and an energy of positivity. And right now we've been hoodwinked to think negatively and we don't have to because fear is what's running the show. Once we you can't have fear and faith expressed at the same time. So you got to fall back on faith and faith is what's going to bring us through this. And I think, honestly, in organizing, uniting. Our intentions with our organizer on a, on a weekly on a town is the only way we truly can get across uh, in a peaceful way without bloodshed and, and all the trauma that's going to be coming down this this tube here shortly. Right. Very cool. And that's at freedommeetups.org? Uh, freedommeetup, freedommeetup.org. Okay. Freedommeetup.org. And also uh, you catch us on uimedianetwork.org mm-hmm. to catch our latest shows uh, and the people that, and the people we're sharing, uh, getting the information out, um, unite, uimedianetwork.org. Uh, that's really great for good, great content. Sign up to free email, get reminders once a week. And we have Frequency Wars, Awake in Atlanta, also shows on there. We talk, we talk about it. My co-host, Shannon McVeigh. Uh, she, we kind of make it a more of a lighter, looser, funner uh, show. But we talk about some some good topics. Um, and other other shows are on the network, but it usually it's it's a combination of that. But people, it's time. You were here now. We're here now for this moment, Doug. You're here now for this moment. I truly believe that level of destiny. And I think as we rise and wake up for our own power, it you see our purpose unfold right in front of our own eyes. Yeah. Well, sounds great, Tim. We are uh, at about that 90-minute mark, and it's time to wrap it up. But I really uh, appreciate you coming on the show and appreciate the work that you're doing. And always such a great time talking to another content creator because, uh, you know, again, we get a chance to, like, 
uh, sh shoot our own theories out there and we don't have to just uh, pitch the theories of the person that we're interviewing. So they're, they're really, really fun conversations, right? I, I agree. Let loose. Well, I hope, I, I hope that we actually can meet each other in person sometime. Um, you know, I'm down sure. in Atlanta and uh, where are you? Right. Where are you in Canada? I'm no, I'm actually in California. I've been working California, with, okay. I've been working with a Canadian group, Take Action Canada oh, out of Toronto, but um, because yeah, just because they ended up being the ones that I, you know, were, were more politically active and organized and I found in the States, ended up working with them, making content for them um, good, and trying good. to trying to organize between, you know, the entirety of North America. But right. I love I love the idea of the freedom meetups. Um, it sounds like a, a real plan. I think that, you know, just just putting it out there, having one person going out, like you said, playing some music, hanging out, just getting friends together. That starts to create that intention that starts to grow that consciousness. And that's, I think, where the revolution is going to happen. So amen to that. Uh, thanks again for your work. I'll just take a second to let people know you've been listening to The Shift. I'm your host, Doug McKinty. Uh, you can find all my stuff on my website at www.theshiftnow.com. Uh, I'm also on Facebook at Doug McKinty, on Twitter at D McKinty. Uh, on YouTube uh, and a variety of other social media sites. Also on Rockfin uh, at The Shift with Doug McKinty. You can check me out there. That's been a, a good place. So thanks everybody for listening. And thanks again, Tim, for coming on. What a great conversation. Really loved having you. Uh, I hope I'm a lot here. of people get this message and I hope uh, that we start seeing these freedom meetups happening all over the country. It'd be great. Well, we'll have you talking about that too, what you're up to as well. So we'll stay in touch. I'll, I'll cool. text you here a little bit. Perfect. Thanks, thanks Tim. Sounds great. Bye-bye. Take care. Well, all right, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. The 83rd episode of The Shift with Doug McKenty, and that was my conversation with Tim Ray, uh, the host of uh, Frequency Wars and uh, the executive producer there at the United Intentions Network. I had not been familiar with the UI Network, and he actually approached me about doing an interview, and I am so glad that I accepted the offer because... Uh, Finding out about his work and having that conversation, uh, again, just such a pleasant experience for me to talk to other content creators because then we get to have these big picture conversations and we get to bring in all the information from all the experts, from all the different angles that we've um, kind of collectively experienced throughout the dozens and even hundreds of interviews that we've done in the past. Certainly the two of us together uh, had uh, quite a bit of experience to be able to um, really piece together kind of a bigger picture about what's going on. And um, we really uh, agreed uh, profoundly <laughs> about about what was happening. I think uh, you talk to enough people, you get into the scene, you see this alternative perspective on how things are going, and it just uh, starts to become really clear over time uh, what Tim was saying about the fact that this is a spiritual battle. And, and by spiritual, you know, and he referenced God, maybe I like to prefer the term creator. Uh, I don't think we were necessarily talking about Christianity uh, or you know, spirituality is more about, I think, uh, almost more in line with the conversation I just had with Julianne Romanello uh, about uh, philosophy in, in philosophical terms. Like, do we have an individual relationship with, with creator or God uh, where we make our own choices, where we make create our own uh, critical analysis, or do we trust these authoritarian systems? Do we say that uh, the people at the top of the pyramid tell us what to do, uh, be it our church leader or cult, you know cult leader? Uh, I've been delving a lot into this idea that that this whole patriarchal structure is really very cult-like. Uh, we had the conversation Tim and I uh, about going into the psychology realm. 
because uh, the logical argumentation simply isn't working, not making a dent in terms of the people that, uh, from our perspective, have been indoctrinated into the mainstream, right? Um, and it is a psychological battle uh, or this spiritual battle, right? It's happening on this emotional, psycho-spiritual level, really. Uh, and even though we're fully capable of using critical thinking, of using rational argumentation, of using you know scientific peer-reviewed studies, uh, coming at it from that angle, uh, that angle just doesn't seem to be working, right? <laughs> it's not enough to change people's minds if you check out uh, the Psychology of Lockdown series that I'm doing with George Roach. You know, we have the list of characteristics about what happens uh, in a dysfunctional uh, family system, and then we compare the family system with this government system, of course. Uh, the patriarchal system is like living with a dysfunctional family, and then you go down the list of all the coping mechanisms that happen when you're living with dysfunction, uh, and it just sounds exactly like living under an authoritarian or totalitarian regime such as we've been experiencing here uh, for the last 18 months or so under state of emergencies uh, where the democracy has essentially been suspended and we the people have simply been herded uh, through <laughs> whatever the authorities are telling us to do. Um, so, so really interesting. Uh, another important uh, concept that we discussed, I think, was this whole white supremacy notion. I mean, guys like us, right? People who are creating content like this, uh, we see it coming down from a mile away. This is the angle that they want to take. They want to try to to hook us up as if we're white supremacists. Um, I was looking at the law, the domestic terrorism law that they're talking about uh, passing in Congress right now, as a result, of course, about the January 6th insurrection where uh, the cops just opened up the gates and let people walk through Congress for an hour and they're calling it some kind of revolutionary behavior, but so be it. Uh, and they're, uh, in this legislation, they're saying, well, if anyone <clears throat> has any kind of white supremacist uh, leanings, of course, then, then uh, they could be rounded up and, and considered a domestic terrorist, right? Well, uh, under critical race theory, anyone who's not actively involved in uh, anti-racism, right, uh, is suddenly then a white supremacist. I mean, so you can see how these things are coming down the pike where almost anyone is going to be able to be labeled white supremacist. And if you disagree with the totalitarian authoritarian system, uh, that uh, is using whatever emergency, whatever quote-unquote fabricated emergency to bypass uh, democratic systems and impose, uh, you know, impose lifestyle choices uh, that should be up to the individual on all of us. Uh, if you try to speak out against this, you're going to be called a white supremacist. So I thought that the conversation that Tim and I had concerning that was also really important. Um, because as he said, you know, we can't be afraid to have these conversations. We've got to be free to talk about, for example, the apartheid state of Israel uh, without being called anti-Semitic. Or we've got to be able to say, hey, you know, maybe Black Lives Matter as a movement, we, we, we have suspicions because it was corporate funded, right? And corporations don't fund movements that are anti-corporate, right? <laughs> Uh, the billionaire class doesn't fund grassroots organizations that are truly seeking uh, justice for the people, right, in a good way. And so we have suspicions. Um, but then, of course, we'll, we'll get branded as anti-Semitic or white supremacist. Uh, and this is going to be the angle taken. Um, 
The one thing I also wanted to mention is that I learned about this the Noahide laws, which I have since uh, since my conversation with Tim actually looked up a little bit more about this and how much it links in uh, with communitarianism with Agenda Twenty One, and really it's the kind of the the foundation, the ancient foundation uh, for the justification of totalitarianism, and it is the ultimately laying the foundation of this patriarchal system. In fact, they come from like the typical patriarchal sources from the Old Testament, Old Testament kind of uh, laws that are laying it down and saying that the, you know, the patriarchy has uh, the ability and the obligation to uh, punish those who uh, disagree, you know, with the authority. And so it's setting up the whole patriarchal system. It's kind of the foundation behind even a communitarianism, which then is the philosophy that is behind the Agenda 21. Um, and even though, of course, they're using all this flowery language uh, about sustainability, uh, about equity, about justice, uh, we can see behind all of this, this very patriarchal uh, systems, uh, old, old school, again, Old Testament systems <laughs> that are in place, uh, and they're not actually uh, dealing on that spiritual level with a, uh, what it means to live in harmony with the Mother Earth, you know, what it means to, to uh, live in a matriarchal system. It's just a patriarchal system dressed up to look like uh, a more uh, liberated system. Uh, and this is, uh, again, just how they twist the language these days and make it so difficult to parse through and get to the truth unless uh, you're listening to uh, a show like Frequency Wars and you're really paying attention to what's going on behind the scenes. So um, I'd like to bring up as well the whole Freedom Meetup idea. I love it. Well, you know, not only does Tim have the whole concept of the United Intentions, uh, which is behind the entire media network that he's working to build. And so this, I mean, of course, without unity, uh, there's no way that we're going to be able to defeat this. So many people, as we mentioned in this conversation, so many people have been conditioned into accepting the corporate narrative and that other narratives must simply be crazy talk uh, and incapable of being able to uh, actually apply critical thinking to different ideas, narratives outside the mainstream, simply falling in line with what the corporate system, the patriarchal system is telling them to think. Uh, and so, uh, <clears throat> you know, the importance of the, those of us who can see beyond the corporate narrative uh, to be united. Um, such an important topic and so challenging. I mean, in the scene, how often have you heard so-and-so's controlled opposition? Oh, so-and-so disagrees with me about this topic or that topic, and so uh, they just must be wrong, uh, and we can't pay attention to to so-and-so. Uh, and suddenly we've got, you know, thousands of, sp or hundreds, dozens, maybe, of splinter groups within the truth movement, rather than, as Tim so clearly states, the united intention to work together uh, against the upper classes to create a more just society, a, a society based on at least the pursuance of truth, right? <laughs> the pursuance of justice, uh, the pursuance of transparency, instead of this clearly corrupt uh, colonizing empire uh, that creates this veneer uh, of, of truth and justice and equity, uh, while in fact simply solidifying this uh, patriarchal hierarchy uh, that we so clearly see actually controls uh, so much of what's happening in the world today. 
Um, so uh, not only does he have that notion of uniting the the movement, but also uh, the idea of the freedom meetups. That city by city, all you got to do is organize you and your 10 friends for now, right? You know, meet up once a week, Saturday afternoon, spend Saturday afternoons at the town square, you know, play a few tunes, have your buddies that like music, have your buddies that like games, hang out, talk, you know, talk about what's really going on, talk about the real news that you've heard uh, on uh, independent media. And talk about uh, networking and preparing. What happens if hyperinflation comes in? What happens if everybody loses their job? Uh, what happens if uh, the, the experimental vaccines backlash uh, and a lot of people start, you know, getting seriously ill next winter from antibody-dependent enhancement? I mean, are we going to be ready? At least you and your group of friends can be ready. And as Tim said, if you're already organized even just to that that level, uh, then when it really hits the fan, uh, suddenly lots of people in your town can start showing up, you know, <laughs> and start participating. And so you can find out more about the Freedom Meetups at freedommeetup.org. Check that out, sign up, uh, figure out how to organize just on your town level, and hopefully we can spread this, you know, across the country and across the world, and suddenly we'll have a, a huge network. Uh, so really stoked that um, Tim is that far-reaching. And also, I'll just remind you uh, that to find all the content coming out of Tim's studio, that's Frequency Wars plus multiple other programs giving you news and information from an independent perspective. That is uimedianetwork.org, uimedianetwork.org, uh, and you can check it out. And I can tell you, Frequency Wars is an excellent, excellent program. Uh, Tim has talked to all of the best. Uh, it was a real pleasure to check out his work in preparation for this interview and just to see the quality of the uh, of the individuals that he's interviewed over the years. Uh, really impressive. He does really great work and uh, you won't go wrong by putting him on your list of independent media content providers to really pay close, close attention to. So thanks everybody for checking this one out. Uh, again, just a great conversation. I think I made a new friend. I hope so. And I hope that uh, we can continue to collaborate into the future. Uh, I'm at a place with this podcast where I'm really enjoying networking with other content providers. Uh, here in the next couple of weeks, we're going to have another episode of Beyond Politics. <clears throat> and of course, uh, I'm continuing the Psychology of Lockdown series with George. And uh, we're also continuing with uh, separating facts from fiction, uh, the coronavirus um, specific lockdown specific news and information program where uh, I've had the pleasure of talking with some some really major voices uh, in the resistance movement there so uh, you can find all of my stuff again at www.theshiftnow.com and of course uh, check out uh, Doug McKinty on Facebook at the McKinty on Twitter uh, or you can uh, look up the shift with Doug McKinty I'm on Rockfin and Odyssey YouTube Parlor Gab MeWe, <laughs> and uh, quite a few other social media platforms at this point, uh, really just trying to, to, to uh, spread the shift out there and see uh, where things land, uh, where I can develop a following distribution is challenging these days. So again, uh, if you like what you're hearing, by all means, please uh, subscribe, like, and share this content with your friends and your social media network so that others can, can hear this as well. I'm relying on you to do the distribution. God knows uh, big tech algorithms are not 
helping me out. So thanks for doing that. And thanks again for listening. Uh, I'm going to be back next week with uh, Amanda Vollmer. She is uh, not just a naturopathic healer. She has studied naturopathy, um, but has many different modalities that she's kind of blended in this uh, really uh, excellent alternative uh, healthcare modality that that she um, practices. So we're going to be talking alternative health and the big picture next week. So stay tuned for that one. And we'll, uh, we'll see y'all back again real soon. Thanks again for checking this one out and have a great day. I'll talk to you again soon. Take care. If you are listening to this, you are listening to the first free hour of The Shift with Doug McKinty. For access to the full feature-length versions of the podcast, go to www.theshiftnow.com and subscribe for the audio version for just $6 a month. Access the full-length episodes in video form through rockfin.com by subscribing at the Shift with Doug McKinty landing page. For $9.99 a month, you gain access not only to The Shift, but also all other premium content material hosted on the platform. The Shift is also brought to you by Enagic Water Systems, providing crystal clear ionized alkaline water straight from your tap, as well as the Freedom Era Network, delivering tools and information to help you build a successful online business. Find out more at www.theshiftnow.com store. Detoxify your body, decolonize your mind, make the shift. Thanks for listening.